0: You are listening to Bullet Points with Margo Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for listening. I'm Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence, and this is Bullet Points, our 15-minute or less podcast where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Okay, let's get started. There's a crisis going on in our country. I'm not talking about the pandemic, and I'm not talking about gun violence in general, although both are crises. I am talking about suicide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for America's young people. September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So in this month's podcast, I'm going to share with you some startling statistics about suicide, suicide and guns, and what we all can do to help prevent suicide. Some have told me that suicide is a choice and we should not intervene, but today I'm going to speak about America's young people, people who do not yet have fully formed impulse control and who do not fully understand that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. We have an obligation to intervene. To emphasize the episodic or temporary nature of suicide triggers, in a 2001 study in Houston of people ages 13 to 34 who had survived a near-lethal suicide attempt, when asked how much time had passed between when they decided to take their lives and when they actually made the attempt, a startling 24 percent Said less than five minutes. 48% said less than 20 minutes. 70% said less than one hour. The episodic nature of suicidal feelings is also borne out in the aftermath. Nine out of ten people who attempt suicide and survive do not go on to die by suicide later means matter. Approximately 90 percent of suicide attempts with a firearm end in death. More people in this country kill themselves with guns than with all other intentional means combined including hanging, poisoning or overdose, jumping or cutting. Though guns are not the most common method by which people attempt suicide, they are the most lethal. About 90% of suicide attempts with a firearm end in death. Drug overdose, the most widely used method in suicide attempts, is fatal in less than 3% of cases. Suicidal individuals who take pills or inhale car exhaust or use razors have time to reconsider their actions or summon help. With a firearm, once the trigger is pulled, there is no turning back. Each year, thousands of young people die by suicide using a firearm, an average of eight youth every day. Boys and young men represent nearly nine out of 10 firearm suicide victims and are seven times more likely to end their life with a gun than their female peers. Over the past decade, the firearm suicide rate among those 10 to 24 years old has increased significantly, 42% with an even sharper increase among children 10 to 14. Among that age group, the rate of suicide by firearm has increased 114% from 2010 to 2019. Today, perhaps because of COVID, or perhaps because of the unprecedented surge in gun sales, Suicide by gun is at a near all-time high. Addressing the role of firearms is essential in suicide prevention. We know that removing access to firearms is the easiest and fastest way to reduce the risk because most people who attempt suicide do not die, unless they use a gun. Suicide attempts not involving a gun result in a 4% death rate. Conversely, approximately 90% of suicide attempts by gun end in death. Let's talk about locking up your guns. Did you know that roughly a third of US homes with children have guns? In fact, an estimated 4.6 million kids live with unlocked, loaded guns. That's a scary statistic when you think about the fact that even young toddlers are capable of finding unlocked guns in the home and they are strong enough to pull the trigger. As a parent or caregiver, you may not realize what a serious risk a gun in the home is, especially for children. The reality is that having firearms in the home increases the risk of unintentional shootings, suicide, and homicide. Unintentional shootings happen to children of all ages. In homes with guns, the likelihood of accidental death by shooting is four times higher. Young children and adolescents are at an increased risk for suicide when there is a gun in the home. Suicide rates in this population are four times higher than for kids who live in homes without guns. In the past decade, 40% of suicides by kids and teens involved guns. Nine out of 10 of these suicides were with guns that the victims accessed at their own homes or from a relative's home. Many, maybe most, Of these, suicides could have been prevented if guns were not readily available. Remember, means matter, and guns are the most lethal method of suicide. If you decide to keep guns in the home, be aware that many studies show that teaching kids about gun safety or to not touch a firearm if they find one is not enough. You can reduce the chances of children being injured by following important safety rules that are also required by law in some cities and states in the United States. All guns in your home should be locked and unloaded with ammunition locked separately. Make sure children and teens can't access the keys or combinations to lock boxes or gun safes. And remember not to keep loaded, unlocked guns in the car or anywhere else on your property either. When using a gun for hunting or target practice, keep the safety catch in place until you are ready to fire it. Before setting the gun down, always unload it. As much as a child may want to take a turn shooting, this is not a good idea. No matter how much instruction you may give about how to safely shoot a gun, children are not capable or responsible enough to handle a potentially lethal weapon. Evidence shows that providing support services, talking about suicide, reducing access to means of self-harm, and following up with loved ones are just some of the actions we can all take to help others. Suicide is not inevitable for anyone, especially our children and youth. By starting the conversation, providing support, and directing help to those who need it, we can prevent suicides and save lives. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is a network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24/7. If you or someone you know are in crisis, call the toll-free National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800 273-8255 or visit suicide prevention lifeline.org. And please lock up your guns. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at WAGV at WAGV. Org. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at waguv.org to sign up for our Action Alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.